Hello and welcome back to another episode of Burning Christians. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Nicholas Lorimer from The Daily Friend and Mr. Boysens from Freedom Fanatics. Hi, guys. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Hey, Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, you know. We let's do this every week. Let's do this every week. Um, so guys, today we are gonna be looking at a quote from a man called I know his name. You guys just need to remind me. Yes, Magnus, Magnus Haystack. That is the quote that we're looking at. And this quote reads The ANC, who after 27 years in power, still blames apartheid for everything that has gone wrong in our country. Countries such as Germany, Japan, and even Singapore totally rebuilt themselves into powerhouses over such a period of time. Um, so, Lorem, I think I'll start with you. Maybe give us like a history lesson of what actually happened in these three countries. Right. So, uh, what he's referring to here is how, uh, particularly in the case of Germany and Japan, these countries mm -hmm. rebuilt themselves from the devastation they suffered in the Second World War. Um, I can't okay. remember the exact number of, of Germans killed in the Second World War, but it was something like 8 million. And also millions of Japanese people were killed in the Second World War, and their cities were all bombed into pretty much dust. And these countries were in a state of severe disrepair, foreign military occupation. A lot of things were going wrong for them in the 1940s. And yet, sort of by the 1960s, uh, the, the economies of these countries are often referred to as an economic miracle because in the mm. space of just a few decades, they really bounced back and became world leaders. And in fact, today, Japan is the world's third largest economy and Germany's is the fourth largest, um, mm -hmm. which, is a th which, is, which is pretty good going considering the devastation they suffered in those wars. Yeah. yeah. But really, I think the crux of what he's trying to say here is that you know the the ANC. Uh, it we it's 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 actually a tired refrain at this point, right? You know, you always hear politicians talking about. Oh, you see the 1912 Land Act, 1948 apartheid comes in. All these other things. It is all over our political discussions, mm. and yet South Africans don't often ask ourselves the question. Uh, you know, how much progress should we have made by now in rectifying the yeah. problems? past right yeah mm -hmm. south africa is very obviously still affected by problems of the past poverty uh family structures being weak uh, mm. things to do with the the capacity of the state with poor education stuff like that but i think it's useful to look at other countries around the world and see how much progress has actually been made in addressing some of the issues um that, that so my 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 question would be now what did these countries do or is it a secret in what they did or do we even know what they did well we we know some things um so let me just uh -huh. pick a couple of examples uh, out of out of the history and the present um mm -hmm. a famous example from the uh, from two centuries ago was japan which mm -hmm. was completely backwards it had very little technological development it was way behind the rest of the world it had been very isolationist and closed itself off they opened their door, they, their doors were forced open to the rest of the world by the Americans, and they very quickly embraced a aggressive policy of modernization, which brought Japan from being a country that was sort of 200 years behind the rest of the world into being a leading world power and the first country in Asia to industrialize. Mm. Uh, more recently, since our transition in the 90s uh, to, to, to a full democracy, we've seen countries like Indonesia and China absolutely slash their extreme poverty rate. So extreme poverty is generally calculated as P 
people who are living on less than one dollar ninety cents uh, in uh, inflation adjusted per day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, and these countries like Indonesia and China have gone from having around forty to fifty percent of their populations in extreme poverty in nineteen ninety six to having by at least before the pandemic and around kind of 2018, 2017, having okay. close to 5%, 3% uh, there. So a lot of progress is really possible. And what these countries did uh, was they didn't have perfect governments. They didn't get rid of okay. corruption. They didn't end all okay. of their problems. In fact, China and Indonesia are still in quite corrupt and often badly run countries. But okay. what they did was end total opposition to uh, the, to business. So these governments used to be much more hostile to business and much more aggressive mm. towards them, um, particularly in China. Okay. Uh, they also ensured that there was a sort of more modern education system in these countries and that uh, people pursued excellence in education and in governance when, when possible. So another good example, South Korea. South Korea in 1960 was literally poorer than Ghana uh, in, right. in Africa and had very low uh, literacy rates, things like that. And in the current year, just a couple of decades later, it's one of the richest countries in the world and one of the most educated countries in the world, having gone through an incredible transition. And they're really, I think, the poster child for what you can do to turn your country around. Mm. Uh, you end, end hostility to business, improve your mm-hmm. education system by whatever means necessary, and uh, uh, hold people to account when possible, encourage yeah. work ethic and and be forward looking. And that can really turn your country around in a big way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was very quiet there because then I see Sholin is also very, you know, clued in because it was a fire history lesson, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> amazing. Um, okay, um, Sholin, I think let me come to you. Um, the first part of, of, of this um, code card uh, reads as follows. The ANC, who after 27 years in power, still blames the apartheid, or still blames apartheid for every everything that goes wrong in our country. Okay, so first of all, I think the ANC wasn't completely horrible or useless. I feel like for the first 10 years, maybe they, they did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the rest of 17 years, they're like, we're out of here, man, you know. Um, so what do, you, what do you think? Do you think that the ANC blames everything that is going wrong in this country on apartheid? Um, so, yeah, as you say, um, you're absolutely correct. Like the work the Institute of Race Relations has done and the Center for Risk Analysis have actually, has actually proven, you know, that um, for the first, say, eight months, eight years, I mean, between um, Nelson Mandela and Tavum um, Beke, things were going really well, like, you know, people really saw an improvement in their lives, especially black South Africans. And that's yeah. a good thing. Absolutely, it's incredible. And ever since we saw, especially towards the end of Tawun Beke's um, um, presidency, when we saw mm-hmm. Jacob Zuma take over, we really saw, you know, things start nosediving in this yeah. country. Um, yeah. Like things really started going bad. We saw more um, consistent um rolling blackouts, load shedding starting to take place, mm-hmm. you know, unemployment rate starts skyrocketing, like now, right now we have a record high unemployment rate in South oh. Africa's democratic mm. history. I'm like, this is intense stuff. And mm. something that I've noticed is that the worse things get, the more the ANC shift blame. 
Um, and, and I think that Apartheid is a convenient villain for them. Yeah. And yes, of course, Mbali, me and you have discussed this a lot of times. We're like, you have to admit that yeah. no bad things happen during Apartheid. We <laughs> yeah. cannot, there's no way around that. Terrible, yeah. horrific laws were passed that actually it really influenced this country negatively. But at the mm. same time, after 27 years, as Magnus um, correctly states, I think it's time for us to take responsibility for this country. Definitely. And, yeah. uh, and it comes down to the decision making of the of the um, government. And as mm. Nick correctly stated, we can either choose to go the route of, you know, free markets, um, prioritizing yeah. education, um, yeah. promoting property rights, and actually attracting investment in this country, or we can go the route that we're currently following, which is very threatening and very dangerous yeah. and scary for it the is. future of this country. So we have yeah. a choice to make it clear. Yeah, definitely. And I hope that those in power get hold of this video and watch and listen to what the young Absolutely. people say, which is us, um, are asking them to do. Um, so, guys, let's go. Most into... of counts as a young person. Sorry. <laughs> 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 wow. So you're young at heart, okay? Young at heart. <laughs> the heart that matters. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, so right now we're going to look at what other people, because I feel like this quote, like, made some people mad. Like, it, it made people mm -hmm. want to, you know what, say what they want to say, and a lot didn't hold back. So we're going to start with yeah. Jennifer's um, comment, and then you guys are just going to tell me what you guys think, you agree with her. I hope it's on her, because, you know, these names, these days, could be a Jennifer, but... <laughs> You know, anyway, um, her comment reads, I've always said apartheid is a nice excuse spinner for their inability to achieve. That's what Sholen was saying. Unfortunately, yeah. um, they, through their idiotic policies and incompetence, are holding achievers back also, which is why I fully support independence of the Cape. Okay. <laughs> they were given a proper functional developed country and reversed it back to a bankrupt, overpopulated, crime-invested inv third world piece of, <clears throat> yeah, piece of the last word. Am I allowed to say? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll refresh. People think it's worse than it is. <laughs> exactly. Yes, piece of that, what she said. <laughs> Not yeah. my words, hers. <laughs> but yeah, Sholin, um, do you think what, what her views, what do you think about her views? Um, yeah, obviously the first part I agree with because as we, yeah. did, as we just discussed, like, yeah, the ANC does use apartheid as, an, as a good excuse. But mm. the, the last part I'm in a bit of disagreement with. I don't know. Because, like, she makes it I love how you're though. skipping the middle part of yeah. uh, the independence <laughs> of the Cape. I'm just like, mm, okay. I mean, so like, I'm open to listening you. to the independence of the Cape. I'm like, um, <laughs> we can have a conversation. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, essentially, Mbali, like, um, the, far, the the last part, like, saying that we are suddenly a third world piece of rubbish, I'm like, it's not, it's like you're forgetting the period of apartheid. Like, we weren't that great um, yeah. during that time yeah. either. So, yeah. I mean, things yeah. are um, going going downwards, but I mean, we do still have, we still, we have a very long history as a country. So, things yeah. um, are, are, are currently following suit, if I should say that, like. <laughs> so I, I yeah so. and I, so. I and i agree with her yeah because a lot of these things like um our state-owned enterprises 
especially like ESCOM, were doing rather well, I would assume, during apartheid. And since they've taken over with incompetence, we don't know. Where we're there. deployment. Where we there? Yeah, where yeah. We, <laughs> do we know what was going on? Was yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, question I was is, agree with you. Teacher. Mr. History teacher, so I think, was it? Yeah, so, so you know, obviously, I, I think Charlotte, Charlotte's correct here. Um, mm. Our infrastructure was in a pretty good state in the sort of uh, the, the early 90s. Um, and in mm -hmm. fact, the government recognized this fact. So it said things like, you know, we've actually got too much electricity, so we're not going to build any power plants for a while. Um, oh. But <laughs> which uh, turned out to be a bit of a mistake. But uh, I think I think she, she uh, that Jennifer is wrong here because she says uh, that the country was a functional developed country. Well, mm. in some places, yeah, but yeah. a lot of places, not so much. Eh? We the country mm. was on fire. It was in a pretty bad financial situation. Um, and it's on not fire now, guys. Parliament was right. burnt. We still, we still, you know, <laughs> no, exactly. still on fire. Um, <laughs> so, so I think I think uh, this is this is the problem of the way that we talk about this issue is we don't recognize, as Sherlyn just pointed out, that there were a lot of achievements that we made actually mm. in those first few years because we did the same thing that a lot of these other countries did. We still didn't have a great government uh, yeah. for for the entirety of our time as a democracy, but that doesn't mean that we weren't making some progress until yeah. two thousand and eight when the government abandoned its policies. Of, of pragmatism and reform and adopted a far more ideological approach uh, saying the government is is the solution to everything and that business is the enemy and we need to make sure that business can't do what it does uh, mm. because then it's going to exploit the people. Yeah. And that's, that's really the point at which South Africa went from making progress to being stagnant. So I just read mm. a little bit earlier all of those stats about how countries all over the world have absolutely slashed their... Uh, extreme poverty figures. South Africa uh -huh. is interesting because since 2008, our extreme poverty figure has actually gone up a little bit. And we are one of the very few countries in the world where that's happened. There's a couple others out there, um, but we've pretty okay. much stayed like a flat line. And in the last couple yeah. of years, we've seen uh, not just a flat line, but even a little bit of decay uh, setting in, in, in some places, um, least of all in the you know, of course, in the electricity, but also in things like roads and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. we don't even have to look abroad. The answer to our solutions is actually, you know, not even that distance from us. It's from when we yeah. were in school. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and yet government has is insistent on going uh, in the exact wrong direction. Definitely. Sholin, do you have anything to add about these tough no, times that I... are lasting before we go into the <laughs> second comment? <laughs> No, I absolutely agree with Nick, for sure. Okay. Let us go to the second comment from Tembela. And this comment reads, I've always... No, I was reading Jennifer's comment. The ANC's mistake was to adapt... Um, was to adapt a design, I think, that all meant design. Um... Oh, to design. Okay. ANC's mistake was to adapt a design or to design a constitution, also not eliminate all laws which were which were form, formed during colonism, which are still which are still rule the country. Oh my gosh. All right. It is the ANC's mistake of oh 
it is the ANC's mistake to keep the white monopoly capital in this country, to rebuild this country. Let's destroy the constitution. Even in the churches, we are colonized. Okay, this was, it had a lot of typos. I don't know if you guys got what yeah. I was trying to say. I think you got the gist of it. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. All I was going to say was, especially the points on colonialism and white monopoly capital, like, I think those are just brilliant terms um, made up to conjure yeah. division, I think. And especially yeah, on colonialism, um, we know that countries like Japan, Singapore, experienced colonialism as well. And for yeah. some reason, they have been able to rise up instead of yeah. feeling sorry for themselves and victims, I've actually had the ability to rise up, make proper decisions, and actually mm. grow as a nation. For yeah. example, even as Nick said, Japan was literally bombed with a nuclear bomb, and they were still able to rise from those ashes as a country. Yeah. Germany... And not to say they're perfect was, now. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and listen, um, Germany was split up in half into two separate um, regions, by during World War II. And I mean, Germany had Hitler as its leader. And there were, and I mean, Hitler's probably the worst of the worst. If you can have Hitler as a leader and still rise, that shows that it comes down to the people of the country. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, we had Jacob yeah. Zuma, and I think we can still rise for sure. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think Cyril is worse than Zuma. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah, my views are a bit problematic, but Mr. Lorimer, what do you think of Tim? No, I, I, I think I think you might have something something there, Bali. But anyway, let's not get too distracted. Uh, yeah, so if you want to see why the country's been stuck in sort of stasis since two thousand and eight, it's because uh, mm. you know ideas like Timbela's um, in this comment are pretty much dominating our politics at the moment mm. and the way that government looks at problems. Mm. There's this idea, you know, a lot of people in politics, they fall for this idea of the silver bullet. It's that if we just okay. do this one thing, then everything will be right immediately. Now, some people mm. accuse us of, of doing that, but that's not really true. We actually, uh, you know, the, the IRR, for example, we have uh, quite a lot of um, uh, policy uh, proposals of how exactly to fix the problems in detail. Yeah. But the, the silver bullet here is that if we just kind of set the clock back, if we started from zero, if we got rid of all the laws and we only put in, I don't know, I presume sort of progressive laws or just laws or whatever Trimbella thinks we need to do here, we'd fix the problem. Uh-huh. And they've so tried you agree with him when he says destroy the constitution. No, in fact, I say I say this is the thing is this is a temptation that so many revolutionaries, that so many people with that revolutionary mindset have. They think if we just set everything back to a blank slate, then it'll yeah. all be fine. Firstly, you can't do that because uh, the past is the past, and it yeah. influences the present, as many people in uh, in the ANC are very happy to point out. Mm-hmm. So, the program that he's proposing here of resetting everything has been tried in other countries before. Most famously, perhaps in mm. Cambodia, where the government attempted to reset the whole of society back to what they called Year Zero, um, and that resulted. <laughs> literally in a genocide and the complete sort of disintegration of the country's economy. We need to build on what we have and eliminate strategically the things that don't work, right? That's Mm -hmm. how you fix problems. Starting from scratch, like if your house is a crack in the wall, 
Or if your house is looking a bit shabby, you don't demolish it with a bulldozer. No. <laughs> you <laughs> plaster the crack. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And and also this this is typical of the kind of bad ideology that has been uh, holding South Africa back is it's all very vague. Which laws from mm. colonialism are the problem mm. specifically? Right? Mm. Is it the ones against murder? Is it the ones against you know private property? Because those are pretty uh, sorry in favor of private property because those are laws I think that are pretty good. Uh, mm. Is it the racial discrimination laws? Well, the good news is we've gotten rid of most of those. <laughs> that was, you know, what the struggle against apartheid and the transition was about. Yeah. So I think I think this is exactly the wrong way to look at things. Uh, if yeah. you if you if you try to reset the whole country, it's never going to work, and it's only going to make things much much worse. Definitely, yeah. guys. I think um, Charlotte, do you have anything to to add before we close? No, I would uh, absolutely agree with Nick that that problematic thinking is exactly the problem. Just yesterday yeah. I was reading this article um, written by uh, our Minister of Tourism, I think she is, um, Lindiwe Shishulu, mm -hmm. um, oh, yes. in which she states that, yeah, the problem, you know, suddenly the problem with South Africa is that, you know, the Constitution was created from colonized minds and so forth and so forth, as if though they are not responsible for, you know, the... The, the constitution is not the reason people are poor. The constitution is not, not the thing that condemns people and lock people out of the education system, lock them out of the businesses and the free market. That's not. It's the laws that they yeah. actually come up with, that they actually yeah. present to parliament. Those are the things and policies as well. Laws and policies are crucial um, factors that influence the outcome that the country experiences. So if they want yeah. to improve the country... I think they should change the um, policy approaches for sure. Check yeah. out the RR's um, website, um, the ANC. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and start plastering your walls instead of breaking down the house, okay? That's, I'm going to start using that. I'm literally going to start <laughs> using that. Guys, thank you so much uh, for joining in in this discussion. Um, yeah. Appreciate you guys. And you at home, please do check out um, our work and the fan website. Um, you can look us up. I think it's www.fannet.co.za. I hope that is. Uh, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and yeah, remember, your freedom is worth fighting for. All right. Oh, I was very, very rusty. There was? I was very rusty. No, not even. If Why anything, you this was rusty, bro. <laughs> like, uh, I could feel myself going on a bit. I don't. Oh, you don't like. Not... The thing is, the reason why you're going on is because the conversation is good. And I'm just like, yes, carry on, sir. I like that. No, I like to say things in in a short amount of time, not a long amount of time. That's, Some that's of our colleagues they they like a, they like saying things in a very long amount of time, and that's not really my style. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that to 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 Alex when you're looking for viewers, and I was like, Nicholas is that type who's just gonna answer the, what you asked him. He's not gonna go left, right, center. No, he's just gonna answer the question. And today, I liked what you did. That was really nice, Sholan. Thank you so much, fam. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having so us. It was a good show. Yeah. What do you guys yeah, think? Sure, Out sure. of ten, what do you guys think? I'll give. You I think. Eight. Yeah, I, I'd say it was pretty good, but don't read the comments word for word because people are stupid yeah. and you can't trust them to make any fucking sense. Just summarize it in the best terms possible. You know, often they say the way to debate properly is 
to okay. not straw man your opponent, right? You have to present their yeah. argument in the best form. Here, think yeah, of this as, as, as the Iron Man argument, right? Because their okay. argument is crap, but <laughs> you need to make yeah. it sound better than it is. So it's fairer and more interesting to engage with. <laughs> because okay. right. Bella over there that. is a fucking idiot and doesn't know how to goddamn do anything. And so just, just edit, it, edit it on the fly, edit it on the fly and just okay. make it make sense. We know what okay. they're trying to say, right? We've got the just yeah. Right. yeah. And at some point, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> 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 but anyway, guys, thank you so much, man. No problem, sure. man. Cool. Thank you, guys. It's actually the link, link. Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, <laughs> uh, this I use all the time. It's actually what I just used to to give those stats yeah. I was talking about. Okay. Thank you. Cool. cool. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, why is my thing not working? I can't even leave. <laughs> Bye.